You are now listening to the Fat Fix Podcast with David Flowers, a show talking about all things fat loss and health for the general population. Helping people understand why they are in the position they're in right now, rather than just focusing on what they need to do. Your no-nonsense personal trainer friend that you can have access to in your pocket whenever you need some help, guidance or just to kick up the arse. Hello and welcome to the Fat Fix Podcast for episode number seven. I hope that you've all had a nice weekend and you're ready to listen to some real Monday motivation this morning or if you're on your commute to work. Again, apologies in the delay of this one. I did say I wanted to get them out on a week-to-week basis and last week I failed miserably, unfortunately. Got loads of other stuff that I needed to do. Obviously, I do have a job. This podcast is simply something that's on the side of what I do, coaching people on a day-to-day basis. But anyways, here's one that's kickstarting this week. And I will try and release another next week, or at least later this week. And then soon I will be getting guests on the show, which I'm absolutely buzzing about because I'm sure you're probably bored of listening to me waffle on and we can get some guys and girls on that who I believe are at the top of the game. There's some real bright minds that I've got got coming onto the show that are going to break down some really complex stuff, some really important stuff in a way that you can understand and talk about things that it's not in my scope of practice as a PT. You know, I don't know it all. I don't claim to know it all whatsoever. I'm just kind of staying in my lane with what I talk about and I'll get the real smart asses on very soon to talk about all the other stuff that I want you guys to know more about as well. Now, today's podcast is called Keep Your Shit in Check. thought I'd have a bit more of a strong, powerful name to this podcast because I found the shows that didn't have a kind of engaging name didn't get as many views or listens, should I say, as my other ones did with a bit more of an engaging name. Anyways, it's still under the fat loss priority pyramid. Keep your shit in check. And today I'm going to be speaking about self-monitoring. Because let's face it, if I called it self-monitoring, no one, apart from my mum, will probably listen to it. Anyways, without further ado, let's get cracking. You have no doubt heard of the saying, what gets measured gets managed. And I hear it all the time. And it's true. It rings some truth for sure. And the most people that I have worked with and in my time as a PT, they don't monitor anything in the lifestyle. They don't monitor the behaviors. They just go about the days somewhat unaware of what they do habitually. And this is something that I always preach. And this is why you're in this position. And this is something that I do want to keep bringing up and getting across to you. And let me just say that this is so important to recognize why you're in this position. So you can monitor factors that may have contributed to you being in this position right now. 
just like you won't become slimmer overnight, you also didn't become fatter overnight either. It's been a long process probably of not keeping your shit in check. Now with adherence being critical, listen to that podcast if you haven't already, in successful weight loss, we need to make sure we pay attention and have some self-monitoring in place. And self-monitoring basically means how do you observe and evaluate one's behavior? Now, are you the type that does so well, loses all the weight, and then just stops weighing yourself because you can't be bothered anymore? Or because you don't want to see the weight climbing? For instance, having that kind of mindset of, if the scales are there, you know, they're out of sight, they're out of mind. It's a bit like not wanting to check your bank account after a night out, you know, fuck looking at your bank account after a night out. It's the worst feeling ever, isn't it? Now, when we don't have some self-monitoring still in place, we become lax in probably everything else that we do because we don't feel we have anything to kind of tell us something. We don't have something that's going to say, oi, sort your shit out. <laughs> We're just kind of ignoring it, burying our head in the sand. This is something that I do quite often, burying my head in the sand. So I can relate to you if you do do this, because I bury my head in the sand with everything else in life. Every bit of debt that I've ever been in, I bury my head under the sand. I remember not paying off an All Saints bill at university for about 15 years. It was only about 100 quid. Anyways, Never mind, I won't bore you too much about my uh, shopping addiction. <laughs> Just how important it is to actually understand that you need to keep up with some self-monitoring and not just let everything go to pot. And obviously this comes in line with making sure you are doing the right things anyway and it doesn't have to be like you're on a diet and then you just stop all of a sudden. And this is obviously what a lot of people do before a holiday. You know, they'll be weighing themselves in daily. You know, we, we are getting other things in check. They'll be monitoring loads of other things, doing really well, losing loads of weight, and then just stop. Obviously, I'm not saying do that on holiday, but I mean, even when they come back, they, they don't again. They just want to ignore it and just go back to, they just end up going back to all ways. And this is what this topic is about. It's about things that you can take into consideration to just actually ultimately create loads of things that you can start understanding now and knowing more about to create this adherence that we spoke about the other week and which is ultimately the the glue to this fat loss priority pyramid so if you are not weighing in anymore post diet you're not taking any measurements whatever it is that you may do for some self-monitoring. Like I said, no doubt everything else goes to shit. But let's say that we did keep up with some self-monitoring, you know, checking that bank balance. Say if I did check it after a night out, I would probably tighten my belt that week. I wouldn't probably spend as much. probably won't go out the week after. I'd get some sort of sensible head back on. And it's the same with your health and fitness. Can't believe that I'm talking about piss-ups and weight loss. Pretty ironic, isn't it? Now, there's a lot of studies on self-monitoring and weight loss. And studies of successful weight losers showed that they took their body weight daily, they weighed their food daily, and they practiced some sort of 
measuring food intake, which therefore is obviously going to have a massive impact on what we spoke about a few podcasts back, about energy balance being the the driver for for weight loss. And it's pretty self-explanatory that if you're measuring your intake or you're just simply monitoring your food and beverages, then you're more likely to adhere to the energy deficit that you need for weight loss. Or even if you just want to adhere to weight maintenance to keep your body weight where it is, obviously it's dependent on your goal. Now let's talk about scale weight. Now a lot of the studies for self-monitoring have been done on um, scale weight and it is very divided this topic to be honest especially in the industry that that I'm in you know you've got some trainers that say you need to avoid the unhappy step and you've got some that say no 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 you need to weigh in and it does get a bad rap scales do get a bad rap and in my opinion they get a bad rap because people don't want to acknowledge the fact that they're not doing the right things. So I personally don't have a problem with scale weight. And obviously it all comes down to the individual, which I'll obviously get onto in a minute. But if I've got a client in who's got a lot of weight to lose, scale weight's going to be a massive driver. Scale weight's going to be something that I need to look at because they are overweight. So I'm going to weigh them. <laughs> it makes sense. I'm not just I'm not going to not weigh them in. It's a tool, just like so many other tools, which we'll we'll get into as well. But I'm not going to disregard one of the biggest tools that I can actually see someone's progression. And yeah, we know weight loss isn't linear, but I'm going to sure as hell take it, whether, whether somebody likes it or not. If they have come to me for weight loss, there is a lot of data that does suggest the benefits of weighing in frequently over not doing. And this may come to a little bit of, su- of a surprise to you. Consistent self-weighing may help individuals maintain their successful weight loss by allowing them to catch weight gains before they escalate and make behavior changes to prevent additional weight gain. While change in self-weighing frequency is a marker for change in other parameters of weight control, Decreasing self-weighing frequency is also independently associated with greater weight gain. So it's pretty interesting stuff that those that don't weigh in frequently tend to gain the weight back. And again, I just want to reiterate that it does all depend on the person doing it. And many of the clients that I deal with, it actually motivates them. I've got one girl who weighs in every single day and I do always say to her, are you sure you're not losing your shit doing it? Are you all right like, doing it that way? Because it's not always going to be down. You know, It's always going to be all over. Obviously, I've educated her on this as well. She knows this. She's like, no, it's fine. I it helps keep her in the zone. It helps her self-correct if there is a rise in scale weight. And yeah, that's that's a good thing. But a lot, it's all dependent on the individual. I won't force someone to always do it. But going back to what I just said earlier is that we will be doing it if you need to lose weight. It will be a marker. 
And again, that would maybe me doing it. If somebody absolutely hates doing it, it'll just be a weekly basis. They don't even need to know the numbers. As long as I do, that's fine. Anything to stop them losing the shit as well. Now, those that, what I also do find is those that do weigh themselves in daily and those that do become a little bit like obsessed with scale weight are usually the ones that are not adherent anyway. And they're the ones that will go out at the weekend and they'll they'll go out with the mates, they'll get pissed, they'll go and eat loads of food and then they'll weigh themselves in on like Monday morning or Sunday morning and then they just lose the mind completely. And I'm just like, why the fuck did you weigh yourself in? What, what are you expecting the scales to say to you? Oh, well done for being a greedy bugger this weekend. Like, you're just setting yourselves up to be pissed off. So there is some degree of being sensible in that sense as well. And I do say that to people. Like, if you're going out this weekend, if you're, you know, eating loads of meals out, you know, if you've just been Grand National like this weekend, just gone, like, don't weigh yourself in on Monday. Or if you do weigh yourself in, then use it to just self-correct yourself for this week and just get yourself back on track. But if you're one of these people that takes it negatively, then there's no point in doing that. You're just setting yourself up to be be fuming. (laughs) Don't cry over spilt milk. Something my gran always used to say to me. So if you do do that and you weigh yourself and you've gained weight, that obviously doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean you've gained fat. Obviously, water retention will be the big, big factor there. Don't cry over spilt milk. Bloody get on with it. Now, it is possible that individuals who are gaining weight decrease their frequency of self-weighing because they find doing so distressing or because they do not perceive it as a helpful control behavior. Now, I'm not saying you need to become obsessed, like I've just mentioned, which obviously in some people does promote anxiety, worry, fear, anger, frustration. But like I said, for me, I'm all for regular weigh-ins. But what I do say to clients is look at the averages instead of getting caught up on the day-to-day, especially if it freaks you out. And there's obviously so many factors that can affect day-to-day readings. Weight can rise from 1% to 2% daily, which is natural and it's not a cause for concern. And that's something down the line with other podcasts that I'll be sure to get into and explain a little bit more about weight fluctuations and why they occur, especially when I get someone on speaking about the menstrual cycle. That'll be an interesting one. Ultimately, if anything can drive adherence and consistency for you to be successful in your health and fitness journey, then I'm all for it. So if self-monitoring in terms of weighing yourself helps you drive adherence, Go for it. If self-monitoring makes you lose your shit weighing in every day, don't weigh in every day. Weigh in weekly and then take other self-monitoring strategies in place on a day-to-day basis, which I'll mention in a second. Now, I was having a chat with a colleague of mine this week and we were speaking about supplements. And this is something that people ask me all the time about supplements now i've got nothing against supplements 
but personally for me, I'm all for people spending the money on good food first. And a lot of people have got more shit to sort out rather than putting them emphasis on what supplements they should be having. They need to tick the boxes with a lot more other important things first. But I have a theory that supplements, so no matter what it is that you take, whether you're taking a multivitamin or a, an omega-3 fish oils or some vitamin D, especially if, if you're pale like me now living in Manchester, if you take something daily, obviously it will not only bring some health benefits, but it may also drive adherence as well. And I want to just explain that. I find if people do something like have a supplement in the morning, oh, they're actually starting the day focusing on their health, usually then leading them to better decisions throughout the day. And it's these little wins, right? Little wins that you can take. Now, if you have had some supplements in the morning and you've had a greens juice as well, the likelihood is that you're not going to jump balls deep into a Mackey's breakfast. Think of it that way. <laughs> so self-monitoring can come in all sorts of forms, and it is a powerful factor in the fat loss priority pyramid. So not just putting attention in scale weight, like I say, if that's something that you do not like doing as your way of monitoring how things are going, then you don't necessarily need to do it every single day. But like I said, it does show to help with adherence and longevity of your weight loss and weight maintenance. Then you can do other things such as in a nutrition scheme of things, you can monitor your food, whether that's your calorie counting or it's your portion sizes, portion control. That could be a factor of self-monitoring, monitoring what you're doing. Or even from a health standpoint, you could be monitoring your resting heart rate, blood glucose, tracking your sleep. So other factors that you can be doing to put into play, all that is self-monitoring. You're monitoring your what's going on in your health and fitness rather than just turning, turning a blind eye to it all. And now all these may just have a positive impact on you just being more aware of your health and fitness so you can keep control and act on any changes and in general just keep things in check a little bit. And it is another pillar to think about. And if you've listened to the other podcast, you'll see that how they can all potentially impact one another and they all lead on to one another. And anything you can do to keep this consistency with what's important is honestly critical. Find what works for you. I'm giving you the education here, but it is up to you to create your own path and understand that everybody is different. So start putting some self-monitoring into your journey. Right now, this minute, start putting something in place. What are you going to self-monitor today to help keep you on the straight and narrow with all this that, you, that you're trying to do? Whether it is you're trying to lose weight, whether it is you're trying to maintain weight, or even if you're trying to build muscle, what are you monitoring to make that happen? You've got to have something in check. So, yeah, what 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 is in place for you? You need to have some degree of control. You no doubt have control of 
other factors in your life. So why not have some control with your health and fitness? Why not monitor aspects of your health and fitness? You probably monitor your bank balance and neglect your health, but there's no shops in heaven. I love that one. Find something you can keep an eye on that doesn't cause you stress, but at the same time, understand if you don't have something you do regularly to make sure shit doesn't hit the fan, then you'll probably just get more stressed by not doing it and just being all over with your weight, confidence and happiness. And you want to mentally be engaged in the process of whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Short and sweet one today. I hope you enjoyed that one. It is a massive topic to be aware of. So yeah, go away. And if I'm going to say one thing for this week that I want you to do is keep your shit in check. And I'll see you next time for episode number eight. Thank you.